Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Carla, welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you about Leadership Fusion. But before we talk about the book, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Thanks, Jody. I am so excited to be here with you. Thank you for inviting me. I help leaders multiply their time, their income, and the productivity of their team. And sometimes people are like, are you a magician? I literally had a person ask me that one time. And the answer is no. I am a sales and sales leadership coach, an elite level coach with our company, Southwestern Consulting, based out of Nashville, Tennessee. I've been with the company for a little bit more than nine years. I am a coach. I am a sales professional and I am a leader in our company. I have my own team that goes out and produces and coaches as well. Wow. So it feels like you're just meant to be in leadership fusion with what you just talked about. What triggers you to become an author when you're doing this work? What kind of drove you to say yes to being part of leadership fusion? Well, you played a big role in that when I met you at a mutual client's office in Finley. But ever since I started at Southwestern, I've really felt like I had a voice to share content on a broader scale than simply through our one-on-one coaching services. And like a lot of people in leadership or in a sales role or coaching role, they have these aspirations of, I'm going to be an author and I'm going to do all of these things. And while it sounds really exciting, what a lot of people don't realize is everything it takes to make that happen. And so when you approached me about this, it really felt like a natural fit because it was a way that I could dip my toe, so to speak, in the water of becoming an author, but not have the responsibility and the commitment of an entire book and all that went along with that. Yeah. I hear people always talk about wanting to become an author and and they don't really think about every step in that process, let alone the time and energy it takes to write a whole book. I mean, an average business book is 30,000 words, which is a lot. And, you know, being able to be a part of a collective, it's more like 3000 words, which seems a little bit more attainable, but you still have that ability to really shine in that chapter and show yourself and provide that service that you want to the audience that reads the book. So tell us, Carla, a little bit about your chapter, which is what kind of leader are you? So I'm really interested to maybe get a little taste of the chapter. Don't tell us all, but you know, a little taste about your chapter. Sure. So I am a big proponent of understanding our own individual vision, purpose, mission, understanding the vision, purpose, mission, creed, manifesto, culture, whatever label people want to put on what drives their company. I'm confident that there's a lot of people out there that spend a lot of time and a lot of dollars, hard dollars on figuring out the culture of the company, but not a lot of people spend a lot of time figuring out what drives them as a person. And so several years ago, I, because I'm a practitioner of everything I preach in regards to being a sales professional first, a leader first, a coach second, I found that 
I was losing my way and I work within a culture of coaches, but I really felt like I needed that fresh perspective. Like we provide folks. And so I employed a coach outside of our organization and Vicki and I worked together to create my own vision, my own purpose statement and my own mission. The things I say yes to every day without thinking. And it was then that it just really clicked that until people know their vision, what is it that they want to see done in their life, within their business, the all-encompassing vision for them as a person, and then their purpose? Why were they put on this earth? In my beliefs, why did God put you on this earth? If other people believe differently, that is totally okay. But why are you here on this earth? And once I really dug in and solidified that for myself, I found myself being able to lead from that space and help others figure out what it is for them, regardless of whether they have the title of leader or not, but really digging in. And so my chapter is a lot about how to lead from that space of your own vision and purpose. I don't go into a lot of the mission part of it, how to lead from your own vision and purpose. I tell some stories of a couple of clients. I give some how-tos of how to start creating all of that. But that's really what my chapter is about is what kind of a leader are you? Are you a servant leader? Are you leading from the front? Are you doing the things that you know you want your team to do? And are you willing to get uncomfortable and step outside your comfort zone of, oh, this is how we've always done it. Are you willing to step out of that and really lead from your own purpose? I always loved that companies had that mission, that vision, that purpose, but a lot of times you don't take it to that individual level. I know when I was a leader, I took it to our department level where we had our own mission, vision, and passion statement that was connected to the overall company, but we never took it to the individual, which I think is so powerful because once you know your purpose, there's so much clarity that comes into play with what you do day to day, but then also within, you know, what you do at work. That is absolutely correct. It's so rewarding to be able to work with people on a one-on-one coaching basis to help them figure out what that is and then how to disseminate it down or up either way. And part of my development of my own vision, purpose, and mission stems from our company creed. And then my individual team manifesto, it all completes this nice big circle that helps everybody to be more productive. That's amazing. I really like that. And now I kind of want to do that with my team and be able to let them take the time to think about their purpose, their mission. I can even see connect the dots on how they can help us as an organization perform if we focus on making sure they're in their purpose versus doing things that may not be a driver for them. Absolutely. It's interesting to hear you say that. We know that different things drive different people. And a really funny story about that. I was coaching a guy by the name of Jay in Florida. And when we first started coaching, he said to me, he said, Carla, we are trying to do this referral contest. And we have this amazing contest that we're putting out there for the the technician who brings in the most referrals. And I said, okay, tell me about the contest. And he did. And I'll share that with you. And he said, but nobody is doing it. Nobody's bringing in any referrals. And I said, well, tell me about the contest. And he said, it's a day of being off work and going out deep sea fishing with the owners of the company. And I said, so what you're telling me is the person who brings in the most referrals is going to get a paid day off and they get to go deep sea fishing with the owners of the company. And he said, that's exactly what our contest is. And he said, nobody's bringing in referrals. And I said, oh, that's interesting. I said, Jay, 
how many of your team like to deep sea fish? And there was dead silence on the other end of the phone. And he said, you know, I've never asked them that question. So that was one of his action items. He went and he asked his team, hey, how many of you like to deep sea fish? Guess how many of his team like to deep sea fish? Exactly zero. And he said, so what do I do? So we worked through how much money are you spending on this? I coached him through how to pull his team as to what drives them. And it was right when the Yeti phase first came out, the Yeti coolers and cups and all of this. And the team was driven by that and cash. He took the money, probably less than he spent on the deep sea fishing trip, invested it in Yetis and cash in their team quadrupled the number of referrals they were getting and more than doubled their business within a six-month time frame, all because he figured out what drove his team. That's a servant leader. That's a leader that is driven by the culture and the passion for growing their team. Absolutely. You have to understand your team and what they're looking for. I heard that and I'm like, oh my gosh, you want me to be on a boat with the owners of the company? What am I going to say to them? What are we going to talk about? What if I don't get a fish? I mean, there's so many concerns there that I just, you know, had let alone, you know, having an individual contributor go hang out with the owners of a business that could be daunting as well. It could also be extremely exciting for other people. It's just depends on the person. And this kind of takes me to, you know, kind of a question I wanted to ask are people who are going into leadership roles, getting the right training to become leaders through their organization. And if not, how can they? That is an amazing question, Jody, And it's something that we work with leaders all the time. Traditionally, what we find, especially in sales or production driven roles is the people who are slated for leadership are often the top producers. They're often the people who perform very, very well at that level. And then they get the congratulations. You are now a leader within the company. Here's the title. Here's the team that you're leading. Good luck. And what we find is that the people who performed very well in that role are not always the best leaders because they have not been given the opportunity to develop that skill. They've developed the skill of learning how to sell, learning how to produce, learning how to do that task that they were assigned, but they haven't had the opportunity to develop that leadership skill. So we find that the majority of the companies that we work with at Southwestern Coaching the newer leaders have not been given that opportunity. And so that's where we come in and help them develop one-on-one leadership skills through our one-on-one coaching program. We help them develop those leadership skills so they can learn things they've never learned before. We very rarely become the most marvelous version of ourselves by ourselves and learning how to develop those leadership skills, reading books, listening to podcasts, investing in trainings, things like that are all amazing ways to learn and grow. But there's one key component that's missing and it's the accountability to actually implementing the tasks. And so that's why our coaching program helps so many leaders and so many producers, but we're talking about leaders today, but it helps so many leaders because when they're working one-on-one with their coach, they're talking real time about real situations. I've got a guy that I'm working with. His name is Derek. He's down in Florida. And he's got a guy on his team that they're just like oil and water. And what Derek realized is the gentleman on his team 
is a different personality than him. Once he started leading him the way he wanted to be led, it was a total game changer. But if he didn't have that one-on-one conversation with his coach, the next steps, the things to do to implement the change, it would have just fallen through the cracks. So we're big believers. Books are amazing. Clearly, I believe that. Podcasts are amazing. Obviously, I believe that too. You know, trainings, all of those things, but the real change happens when those leaders have that opportunity to develop their skills through a one-on-one coaching program. It just gives them that time to really dive into it and have a conversation. Like you said, it's about a specific situation versus just hearing a situation that someone else had, right? It's just so important to have that sounding board, which could be a mentor, which could be a coach, but if you don't have it, you're not going to be able to produce the results you're really looking for. Absolutely. And it's interesting to hear you say that I have a gentleman named Darren that I'm working with. And he said to me one day, he said, Carla, I tell you things I don't even tell my wife. And it's that sounding board. It's that safe space. It's that fresh perspective. It's looking through a different lens. And it's why we as coaches, leaders, mentors need that in our lives as well. So we can be the most well-rounded individual and the most well-rounded leader out there. Yeah, absolutely. So you get to put author in your title on the 27th. And I'm pretty confident it's going to be a bestseller author title. I'm curious, what do you want to do with that? Like, what are some goals that you have now that you have author in your title? I would say the first goal is I hope and pray that the information that I shared in my chapter and the other authors that collaborated on this book, my goal is just to touch someone, to serve someone, to get them thinking, am I doing my dead level best as a leader? And if I'm not, what needs to change? For some people, it may be they want to reach out to me and have a conversation about what coaching is like. For some people, they may want to secure a mentor. For some people, they may want to purchase more books and dive in more or take part in a company or a community leadership program. My goal is always, I just want to help and serve people to give them the information to make the right choice for them. If that's working with me, of course, I welcome those conversations. But that's really my number one goal is just to get people thinking, am I doing my best in these categories that are listed out in the book? And if not, what do I need to do differently? And I hope and pray that they reach out to someone. Absolutely. It's just so nice to be able to kind of scale yourself in a book and reach more people with your voice. That way they can find tips or tactics or strategies, or even pick up the phone and call you or one of the other authors to kind of help them. And then, you know, hopefully that just helps you be more successful too with, you know, what you're doing on a day-to-day basis and helps your purpose grow, I guess, since we've been talking about purpose so much during this conversation. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you said that because my purpose and the reason I exist is to be a positive difference maker. So I hope that my chapter and the entire book just makes a positive impact on someone or lots of someone's. Yes. Well, I would love for you to tell the audience how they can connect with you. That way, if they do want to talk to you after this podcast, they are able to do so. Awesome. So the easiest way is through LinkedIn. I am a big fan of social networking and for business using LinkedIn. I spell my first name with a K. I'm assuming you're going to put some links in the show notes, but searching for me, Carla Lewis on LinkedIn is a great way. My email is Lewis at southwesternconsulting.com. We often joke that we have the world's longest URL. It's probably not the world's longest, but when you're spelling it out for someone, it feels very long. That is a great 
great way to connect with me. And then through my personal Facebook page, Be Marvelous on Facebook, you can connect with me that way. And I would welcome conversations. I believe in the old adage of every connection is a linker, not a sinker. There are no sinkers. They're all linkers. So just linking together with different people is just a fun part of networking. And I'm always open to conversations. People can email and, you know, ask for a time on my calendar and I'd be happy to have conversations with anybody I can help and serve. Wonderful. I love that linker, not a sinker. I'm going to have to keep that in my head. That was very clever, Carla. Thank you so much for being a part of today's Booksmart's Business Podcast. Thank you, Jody, for inviting me. I'm super excited for launch day on the 27th. My assistant, Leslie, has been teasing and promoting, and we're going to hit it a little heavier this week and next. And I'm grateful that I met you uh, through a mutual connection, networking, and that we were able to collaborate on this together. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.